0: We're learning the first sikhah of Parshas Troma and Chelek Chof Aleph from page 146. Today's shir is being learned in lenishmas Rabbi Yosef Ben yamin and Rabbi Menashe Koltman. Sh'n geret tefil mol Asedris. It was already spoken many times regarding names of the parshas in the Torah. Chachas pastros is the nomin for Yed Asedra Al shemas Chalosa. Simply, the name of a is is because of the first word or the first words of the parsha. Mibal Dabas is Amine Gisrael Zaydu Zayrufin. But since it's become a custom amongst Yidden to refer to the parsha with this name, was Min Gisrael a custom. a <speaking> Gisrael <in Hebrew> is Teyde. <speaking> On in Teydez an Alein Yana Metachlus Adiruk. In Teyde <Hebrew>. everything is exact and precise. Is moving as the name of shepherd, the Yedid Sadrat, direct eyes, the Teychem Yuchad from Der Sadrat. So the name is not just simply a frame of reference because of the first words of the Parsha, but it actually expresses what the unique content of this entire Parsha is. This idea that a name expresses the content of the Parsha is understood of the Vart that the Balshem said regarding matters in the world in general. A name. That you refer to something in Lashon Kodesh. So Lashon is different than any other language, which people just decide together to use different words to create a language for communication. But on Lashon Kodesh is different because it's the Chayas von the The actual name is the vitality of the and the what sustains the existence of this item. So, therefore, automatically the name will hint to what it is what what's in, in what, is, what it entails what's its content because the name is its actual highest so that's also true even more so regarding a name in Torah, regarding a parsha so this idea as the shema parsha is that the name of a parsha is not just a simen just a frame of reference is mukha von dem von parsha this is clear we can prove this idea here from the name of this week's parasha. If we would just say, as the name of Yad is, the name is just simply because it's the first or one of the first words in the beginning of the parasha. The name of the parasha has to distinguish between one parasha and another. So very often you cannot use the very first word of the parsha as the name of the parsha, because it's, many parshas begin with the same word. There's more than one parsha that begins with those words. Also more than one. So you can't use the very first word. You have to choose a word that's close to the beginning of the Parsha. And this will distinguish between one Parsha and another. That would be the simple understanding of how people think the idea of a name of a Parsha is. Just a frame of reference. But if that would be the case The name of this week's Parsha should not be Truma. It's not the first word that's a unique word that will... It will Tell you what this Parsha is. Nor Before Trome, there's the word Veikhu. That says earlier and closer to the beginning of the Parsha. So, why aren't we referring to this Parsha with the name ve-yikhu? Why with the name Trome? From them is move So, from this, that the name is Trome, it's understood. As das was man ruft, the sedra the fact that the Pasha is called trume is it's not just to indicate which pasha we're talking about is to separate it from others nor It's this word that's chosen that the Minig is to refer to the Pasha as the Parsha of Truma because this word expresses the content of this Pasha the general content of the whole pasha, with what it's different from all other parshas in the Torah. So now the question is, let's understand this name of Trume, Does it actually accurately present what this parasha is about? So the question here is is besides the point which the Rebbe will focus on soon. That this word trumah seemingly does not express what the content of the entire parasha is about, is Nahmer. Additionally, looking at the word Truma, so the following is true. that Truma is nit ken was in der sedre. The concept of Truma is not something even that's unique, found only here in this week's parasha. Truma is found in other places in Teireh as well. faran Truma. There are many different categories of Truma. There are ten categories of trume. Trume really basically means a dedication to Hashem. And there are de- many different halachas of trume, of what has to be given as a trume to Hashem. And this speaks parasha, it only speaks about one category of trume. The the trume that Yidin donated for the work for the Mishkan. When I fill like chazal, is Amuras Khan and Chazal tell us that this week's Parsha is speaking not only about one Trumah but there's three trumas mentioned here, but it's only three and there are much more than three. the question is even stronger, more specifically, as Trumas um. Usually when we use the term Trume, whether in the Terah, whether in Chazal, Gemarah, what is it referring to? Is the This is the produce in the field when a person takes the first the trume, that goes to the kayant. It's, it's separated and you have to give a certain portion of your produce to a kayant. That's what trume usually refers to. So heant if so, vi vi sich dem von der ganze That the word truma expresses the unique content of this entire parasha. The idea of truma. when we just use the word truma plainly, and from the, speaks about it in other parshas in the Torah. And actually, And it speaks about the subject of truma itself with a greater length than the Trumasamishkan samishkan that it speaks about here. So this is one question. The idea of is not at all unique to this week's parsha. Now additionally, as the Rebbe already indicated before, let's understand what the word Truma itself means, even looking at it over here, in, in in reference to what it does speak about regarding the Truma in this week's Parsha. What's the unique content of this week's Parsha? The work and the building of the Mishkan. This idea, the work and the building of the Mishkan, is not at all expressed in the word of Trumme. All it refers to is, is the donation and the fact that Eden separated from their monies, or funds, or objects, uh, materials, for the purpose of building the Mishkan. the Mishkan. But, also in Mikdash. but the actual building of the Mishkan, which is what the whole Parsha is about, all the, the kalim and the Mishkan itself, the actual structure and the size and the details of what the Mishkan itself is, that you don't have in the word Trumah at all. So, if so, how could you say that the content of this week's Parsha, which is the building of the Mishkan, is expressed in this word of Trumah? The Shaila in them is noch starker. The question in this goes even further. L'chayre it would seemingly be more fitting as the Sedre, Zolzach'anayden miten Pasek, the parsha should begin with the Pasek that it says a little bit later in the parsha, which is mikdash keimeh, the actual main mitzvah of the parsha, which is to build the Miktosh, to build the Mishkan. das is the this is the point and the foundation and as sort of an introduction for all other mitzvot in this week's parasha. Actually including this, the Eden now have to go ahead and take from their money and from their materials to donate. Which is for the purpose to fulfill the main mitzvah here, which is the building of the Beis HaMikdash or the Mishkan. So that should have been the beginning, the first point. The title should begin with the mitzvah, which is we're setting out to fulfill the mitzvah of building the Mikdash. The, the, the Pasha should open and begin with David speaking to Moshe, telling him about the mitzvah of building a Mikdash. And then to explain the details of how this will actually be fulfilled. The Iikhlitruma, Nidvasa Mishkan, beginning with the donations on to buy and the Mishkan, and then all the details of how to build the Mishkan and the Kailim of the Mishkan and so on, that would seemingly be the proper order in the Parsha. So it's not even just a question regarding the name, but the question about the name of the parsha leads us to a broader question regarding the order of the psukim. Why is the opening pasik of this Parsha the Truma, And only later on does it say the main mitzvah here, which is Vasuli Miktash? Then was the Is dem The fact that the Torah first introduces and says that you're going to donate, bring bring the donations. Far before the Pasik where it says to build a mikdash is mash So the Torah is making it clear that the opposite is true. As the word trume itself, and this that didn't donating. This expresses the content of what the mishkan is. Even more than the Pasuk Vasili Mikdash, which is actually the mitzvah itself that the Torah is speaking about in this week's parasha. So, how could this be? How is the word Truma expressing it even more than Vasili Mikdash? The Mizu, this goes even further, that Inyana Mishkan is Lachayre That if you look at what the idea of Mishkan represents, and what the Truma, the Yidden are donating, represents, we look at these two things separately, similarly, they're sort of opposites. Why? In Yonei mishkan is Kishmai. The word Mishkan means, as its name indicates, ti Hashem says, I will dwell in the Mishkan. Thus heist, The word Mishkan does not refer to Yidden building the Mishkan, the Va'asele Mikdash, nor, I mean the Pasuk is saying, you will make them, you will build the Mikdash. But then, what happens following that? Nor the The name Mishkan refers to this, that then the Shchina will dwell in the Mishkan. And as long as the, the Shchina does not dwell in the Mishkan, even if the entire structure of the Mishkan has been fully built. It's still not, truthfully, the Mishkan. Because Mishkan means the dwelling of the Shekhinah. So that's what the idea of Mishkan is. Mishkan is come, comes from above. And even more so, when The fact that the Eibishter, which is unlimited, comes down and dwells in a physical, limited structure in this world, is only with the, the desire and the power of Hashem, which is... Koyoch can do anything. as the famous Pasek that Shleimah Malach says when it comes to the first base of Mikdush that he built, Ushmeya Lo Kolucha, Heaven, and Heavens of Heavens, the highest spiritual worlds, cannot contain the unlimited revelation of godliness. Af ki Abayis But only in this home, here in this home, this place, this could contain Hashem. For this is a tmiyek This is a wonder, which is an ongoing wonder, and it's a fact that Hashem makes happen. As shchinasi is barach habultimugveles, that the which is unlimited, v'shashmaim, which is k'el elim v'slayanim, the highest spiritual worlds, loyach alkalucha, cannot contain him. V'et nimshach, it's drawn down on is shayre v'shechin bebayis hazeh, and it dwells and it's here, present in this home, in the mishkan or in the mikdash is mudgesh. So on this you have emphasized as. This is something that happens only because of the Abishist' power, which is unlimited, that the, the unlimited, the M, which is bleak vol, can come and be unified and enter and be present in a, in a limited place in the Mishkan. It cannot be accomplished by anything that a person will do with his power from below. So it's not only that the word Mishkan means the dwelling from above and not the actions from below, but the dwelling from above is not attainable, it's not reachable, it's not, it's not possible to be accomplished at all by a person below. This is the Koyach Ablik Vul the the comes down. That's what the word Mishkan indicates. On the other hand, what's the meaning, what's the content of the word Teromeh? says Adarabe Madgish on the contrary? What this stresses is? is. Nit ya shros kuzbe migdash was kut mitzadle maila. Hashem coming down from above, Not thus was der Mensch tuten dem, but the contribution of the Eden, what the person does. Und nachmer even more so in var trume, nit migdash, in the word trume, not the word migdash, is it merumis, vi den nit vas amishgan kunt on und wett dem Eibishens. It doesn't even speak about where this money is going to, what it's being used for, and the connection to the godliness that comes down. Nor The The word Truma just simply refers to separating, that the, that the person, the human being from below, is dedicating, separating his money for, for this. But it actually just says the separation of the person, not more than that. So why are we focusing on the hafrosha Sa'adam? If the main chiddush, the main point of the whole mikdash is that it should turn into a mishkan, which is really from above to below, the hebishah coming down. The dedication of the person is seemingly just sort of the way how to ha- prepare that this should happen. But the main point is the mitzvah asli mikdash v'shochanti b'saycham, that the hebishah will dwell. So like I said, it's not only a, ne- a question here about the name of the parsha which, as the Rebbe proved, is the content of the entire parasha, but it's really also a question regarding the order of the psukim, why it begins with the Yikhali Trume, placing that as the main emphasis and the main point of what this parasha is about, and what this mitzvah, building the Mishkan, is about. So, So we'll understand this, with first introducing a general question about this entire subject of this parasha and the parshas here that we're going to be reading for the next few weeks about the Mishkan the taire about Why, Why does the Torah tell us the story with such great length about the building of the Mishkan and the, and, the donations and the building and all the details with such great length the question here is similar to the expression the Gemara uses many times what was was this is something in the past the Mishkan is only in the time of the, when Yidden were then in the Midbar as the Mishkan is an Arai the Mishkan itself is a temporary dwelling in that time period when Yidden were in the Midbar based on the Pesach where it says that the Ebishter comes and walks and is in a temporary fashion like being in a tent which is not a permanent structure this is not a tzivu fisha, it's a mitzvah for that time period, kemai shenema, kilai basem didn't yet arrive to the permanent place, which is the tzivu as the a ammikdash b'yirishalayim, the beis in the yerushalayim, where you have the beis selamimikdash, which is referred to in the Pasuk as beis the everlasting home of Hashem. Ha'int... So if so, Mishkan So why are all these details regarding the Mishkan relevant for Yidden in all generations, in all time periods, Bukhala in all places? And even after the Mishkan eventually what happened is it got hidden under the ground. And its place, the of Mikdash was built. So the Torah is talking about. A story about the Mishkan, and it's spending one parsha, another parsha, another partial, all about something which is mita Hava Hava. It would be understood the story, and all the details in the halachis, regarding building the first or second base of Mikdash, or the third base of Mikdash, so now the first and second base of Mikdash were destroyed. Is an Indian, which Yidin Darfen Wissen Bescheiches zum Mikdash El Asid. The details of those two Bate Mikdashes is relevant for Yidin to know in connection to the third Besam Mikdash that we will build very soon. While the Surayvi Iker Rabbinin, the Law is Mu they can say the Rabbinin from Baisrish and Visheni. Because the main portions of the, primarily all the, the structure of the third Besam Mikdash will be similar and based on the way the first and second Besam Mikdash were built. So that we understand. Why is it relevant for us to know all the details of exactly which materials were donated? And then how every detail was built when the structure of the Mishkan, its measurement and its size and so on, doesn't at all compare to the size and measurements of the Beis HaMiktosh. Nachmer, the question goes even further. The Negei when it comes to the Beis HaMiktosh. So, explaining to, to understand why this is relevant even today, yeah, so the Rabbi here is just adding another point to uh, explain why learning about the first and second baseamikdos is something relevant today. So again, the nit a The point here is not only that this is a preparation for knowing the details to build it when Mashiach comes. That when the base of mikdash will be built, so we have to keep and build it exactly with this tavnah, this shape and these sizes the way the first and second base of mikdash was. Not but this goes even further. It's more. Sura by reading and learning about the structure of the base of mikdash is v'deray b'shtarad Gizak, The Eved himself says, "Ani ma'ila aleym ki iluhem him aiskim I consider this as if. You are occupied now in Galos with the actual building of the Beis HaMikdash. On Kebir Chazal, as the Medesh there says, dem bavaret min, zayin, binyan basic This itself, learning about it, so the building of the Beis HaMikdash is not, is not batal. It's, it's, even now it's possible to build the Beis HaMikdash, even if not physically, but we're building it by learning about it. This is considered to be a part of the binyan of the Beis HaMikdash. We spoke about this in other places at length, especially regarding the time period of the Benam Tzadim, the three weeks, to be Isaac in building the Beis Mikdash by learning about it in that time period. Now, however, when is this all true? When the Kriye Velimod is in the Inyanim from Binyam Beis Mikdash, Learning about the different details of the Beis Mikdash. For, Zay, for Zayim is a mitzvah is, So building the Beis Mikdash is a mitzvah relevant in all generations. In actuality, we can't build it today, but we could learn about the actual of mikdash that we will build Lhasa Lavai. And this itself is part of the building by learning about it. the Mishkan is the However, the Mishkan, the structure of the Mishkan and the details of the Mishkan is a completely different size, completely different type of structure. And it's just for that time period, in that generation, we didn't warn the midbar. And I seemingly, we could answer why the Torah speaks about this with such great land, What we can't demonstrate, we can answer as follows: We mention a mal geret, we mention baruchah. It was already once spoken about this at length. As the tzivui v'asili the mikdash v'shachanti b'saychem, when the Torah gives the mitzvah to build the Mishkan, they Eved will dwell in it. As a state b'nigay b'inyan Mishkan, and the Torah, this mitzvah is written regarding the Mishkan is the sabrat civill deiras I've buy an abayas this is the mitzvah for all future generations to build a house for Hashem. at of alabot mcdoshas kailo the mitzhaloset it's this mitzvah that the taita writes here regarding the mishkan which is the mitzvah for all future botmcdoshas that as that of learn and up from the mishkan it's learned from the mitzvah yuden had here now here in the midbot to build this mishkan so really this mitzvah is not a for that zman, but it is a civil for all future generations the mitzvah is taken from this pasuk, mikdash zais this and yet another point der um so yes it's true that the specific shape and size and measurements of the besamikdash than andish mishkan they were different than in the mishkan However, the, the main different the compo- components of the Mishkan, of the rather, were similar to the way the Mishkan was set up. As you see this from the Rambam, the Rambam says that it's very different in its size and its structure and so on. But as far as the different main details, they were the same. There's the Kaidisha Kadashim and the Kaidish and the Kalim and so on. Also, this that the Torah here speaks about the donations, the dedications to the Mishkan. It's also something which is relevant for all generations. We learn from here regarding the Baisa Mikdash. Everybody is obligated to help and assist in the building of the Baisa Mikdash. That's to help themselves, to help with the funds to build the Baisa Mikdash, men and women. Now that's learn from here that the men and women were involved and contributed to the be- or to the Mishkan that is so from this we understand reading and learning the details of the work of the Mishkan is Nigeya unhelved as the and the is relevant and does help us understand that the base should be built properly this is the original source of where we get the general outline of what the different Components of the base HaMiktosh is. And so on, regarding the Nedove as well. Even further, the Rebbe says, We can say even more, On a deeper level, we can say as follows, The fact that in actuality, it was in this way, That first, the Ebeshter comes down, and dwells in a structure which is just temporary. In zman in a time period when Yidin did not yet arrive to their permanent place in Yerushalayim, on ersh then only later abayis ledeira aderes does the Eved come down in a home which is there for all generations. So what? Why, what's the reason? B'pnimi Yisraeliyanu al is the fact whatever happens in this world with a certain order is not just because because of nature. This is it. Only could have happened this way. It couldn't have happened any other way. There's no could have not. The Abishur decides and has. There's a certain reason why it happens this way. Apia emes. So what's the reason? Is the farva Is the seder in Eifin mitzvah? This is the proper order in how the mitzvah has to be fulfilled. Menakal Kovit. going from light to more to higher to more to a greater level. Free Mishkan Oil first Debishta dwells in a Mishkan, just a tent, a temporary place. And Not just in an, a yet yet an inheritance in a place, in a permanent place. On only later a real home, a, a permanent and everlasting place. an everlasting home in Yerushalayim. So Dabishta coming down in the world comes down in degrees first. In a temporary place and then in a permanent place. So it's, it's, it's part of the process. It's not just that the Yidnu war in the Midbar, really the Ebusha should have been dwelling already then in a permanent place. Just it was impossible. So this was, for that time period, whatever was possible. The least possible, which is temporary. No, no, no. This is the beginning. This is the process of the future as well. It starts like this and then continues to the next stage, Shri So it's really all one continuation. On the phone Limud and Surah So from this we understand also when it comes to learning and reading the structure of the Beis HaMikdash. In order to accomplish completely that when you learn about this, you're occupied in building the Beis HaMikdash. It's not enough just to learn about the structure and the different details of the Beisa Mikdash nafria so zain de krievelimut von sura samishkan but first one should learn also the structure and the size and the details of the mishkan ayef von die protom von eine don mikdash including those details that are not in the mikdash onaj de noch kann sich auf don durch krievel sura sabai es der animal der maila an alem kiilu an aleem lam kiilu moisk kan be in a bayis that david says that i consider as if you built a beisa mikdash Right? So just like in the actual history of the building of the, the Mishkan, then first and second on Mikdash, there's a reason why it went in this order. So today, when we learn about this, and it replaces the actual binyan of the Beis HaMikdash, it should also be learned and studied in the same order. So with all of this, we could understand why the Torah brings all the details about the Mishkan. These are things that are relevant for, every, for all generations. Both in, the, in the simple sense that the general outline of the Beis mikdash is learned from here from the Mikdash from the Mishkan that is the, the way the, the donations the men and women is also learned from here and Bechlau the whole the way the Ebishtah comes down there's a certain sayder which begins with the Mishkan and then continues in the Mikdash and it's, it's part of the process and therefore the Torah speaks about this So this is a good explanation but not yet enough to explain this since everything in Tayre is eternal. So, just like in Tayre, when you learn about the Mishkan, the way it talk, talks about it in Troma and the later Parashi is here, what is it talking about? It's talking now about the condition that Eden are then in the, in the midbar, that now they just have only the Mishkan, nothing else the of and at that time period, just with the building of the Mishkan alone, they fulfilled the Mitzvah of Osily completely, what the Mitzvah was at that time. therefore we must say as is, that even this, just looking at the, this time period separately, the way the Yidden fulfilled it then, the way it's described in taita in that time period alone, that itself is eternal. That there's a lesson of, and this condition that we have also today, spiritually speaking, of just the building of the Mishkan along, without the fact that it's connected to, and it's part of the process of, the of HaMikdash that comes later. So the question comes back, what is actually the lesson that we can take, from the Arikhis that the Torah says regarding the Mishkan itself in that time period. So, the explanation over here is as follows. So, the main point of the, of the Mishkan is the Shekhinah that dwells in the Mishkan. So, the Rebbe will focus on understanding what's the unique nature of the Shekhinah dwelling in the Mishkan. So, generally, regarding when was the time when the Shekhinah came down here below in this world. In two days. We find in the two opinions about this. According to one, this is what happens at the time of was Then they nullified the decree that separated the spiritual worlds and the physical worlds, and said that what's below can get elevated, and what's above can come down, can descend into this world. Vaaniyamaschal. The Eibusha says, "I will begin." and then it says, and That's to go. The ones below can elevate, can go up. That's in one place, and then another Arzak Zong in a different place, Chazal tells us, "Eimusai sharsa hashchinah baaretz." When does the Shechinah dwell here in the world? Biyaim shehokka ma on the day that the mishkan was erected. Okay, so when was it? Was it by matn teire? Or was it at the time when the Mishkan was put up? We'll move on, so it's understood as That these two opinions, or these two details that are brought in different Midrashim are both true, they're not arguing at all. At the time of Matan when the Shrine comes down, so then it was This was the to beginning, the to coming down. So because it all happens from Hashem's behalf that He comes down is the At that time, when the comes down on the mountain, is so Whoever goes on the mountain, never touches the mountain, will die. in their Gashmi har Sinai. There was holiness in the physical existence of the mountain itself. Is when the shoifer was blown, the simon silik this is the sign that shechina is removed, is ma You can go onto the mountain and it's, it's a mundane, it's a place which terhar, sinaiz, giblibun, khayl, becomes a regular mundane place. That's when you speak about the shechina coming down from above to below. It did not penetrate the place, the location where the shechina comes down permanently. But this is the Comes down to dwell in the Mishkan is Here, the main focus is something else. The Yidden are building a place for the Al Yidah It's not happening from the Avishur's behalf that he comes down, but Yidden are building and preparing a place for Hashem. the Pasuk is The emphasizes this when it speaks about all the details of the Mishkan and its Kelim That Yidden will build. Yidden should create this. So since the Shekhinah dwells through the actions from below that didn't elevate and they're creating this dwelling, is the Kedusha Nikva Gevaren in the Heftzer Geshem from Mishkan. So the holiness of the Eibishter is permanently set in the actual physical uh, objects of the Mishkan itself. This is a in the Mishkan Vachalokav. There is a holiness in the Mishkan itself and all of the portions of the Mishkan that's there forever. The kalim and the Mishkan, the walls of the Mishkan, it's Kedusha remains forever. So there are two different concepts of the Shekhinah coming down. Coming down from above to below in the time of Matan Tereh. And then the Shekhinah coming down in a more permanent fashion, which happens Dafka through the Yidin from below, for Osu, creating this place for the Ebishter to use the words that Chesilis explains this idea to us. And in the language of the Medrash says, The Ebership comes down at the time of Matan that's all from his behalf, from above. The Ebership says, I begin and I come down. On bivalt, as the mechovin from al yainim Yerla le'tachtainim is, what's the purpose of the Eibusha descending below into this world as tachtainim yalul Al yainim? The ultimate purpose is not only that the Eibusha should come down, but also that the creations below should elevate as well. Vel tolver and adir barach, meaning that the world itself should become a dwelling for Hashem. Only my law is doch en koyach chasa In the Eibusha's reality. The idea of potential of a kavana of what Davishte wants and intends, and the uh, world uh, and, and the concept of reality of what actually is, are not two different things. One is not lacking the other. Kayach is not lacking the pile. It's a concept explained in Chsidis Bariches. In the reality, the Kayach includes the pile. It is. It happens automatically. It's there. It's all included in already. If so, if that's Davish's purpose, that Al Yainim should come down and that Ttachtainim should be elevated. From the Eibush's behalf and his reality, this has all happened right away. The tachtine, the existence of the world below, becomes a dwelling for Hashem. Was the fa'gefintman, and therefore we find as there k'el from the aseres adibris is gikumen from allad dalad ruchah soilem and shmaim varet. The voice of the Eibush is saying anuich evay lekach and all the aseres adibris, so it emanated from all four sides of the world and from heaven and earth. What does this mean? The that The world itself is screaming the, the oneness of Hashem, the Anaikhiya Va'ila Kecha. Because from the Aibish perhaps, in his reality, it's not only that he comes down below, but this is actually what the world really is. The Kayach and the pilots it's all one thing. The Tahtin are all screaming a va'ila Kecha. The is However, what's the ultimate purpose that Hashem intended? That the world, the reality below, should become a dwelling for Hashem. That it's not only that this this happens in actuality in the world of the Eibush, where potential and actual are all one and together. It's a different kind of reality where the, the shleimus is there hundred percent from the Abish's perspective. Versus nit because it's not lacking the koyach and the poil are together. If that's the case, so then you still don't have in the world, in the reality of the world below, and over here, the actual is what matters, and you have the Aveda of a person below that it's his Kav, meaning this is his measure. This expression the Gemara says when a person gives something which is his, it's his doing, so that you don't have here. Not a poil, the poil, the fact that the Abish is here below should be in our reality of poil, in our reality where we create this. Which is created only through the existence in the world below, through the Eden creating the Mishkan. As That the person here below should create this dwelling for Hashem. So that's the. Uh, the purpose of the actual Mishkan that's built. And this is the Reiftu from Mishkan, the Gavi This is the accomplishment of the Mishkan. Abisha dwells in the Mishkan more than the way it was at Matantere. Here, the Abisha dwells in the Mishkan through the Yidin's Avodah. They're the ones that create the Mishkan, so therefore it's not only from the Abisha's Ba'ath that he comes down and with the whole Shlemus. With, with the Kayakh poil, it's, it's all included. It's all there Beshleimus. But still, it's all only from the Abish's behalf. But the comes down completely, and even in the reality of the Tachtan himself, that he didn't create this Mikdash from their behalf. Now with this introduction, we will understand to come back, that time was the Apostolk is Maktim, the Inu from the Trommer. Why when the Torah speaks about the Mitzvah of building the Mikdash, how does it begin? It doesn't begin with the actual mitzvah, which is the source of everything, but it starts first with the veikhuli trumah, with the donations. This idea that the main point of the mikdash, which was more than Matan is the fact that it comes from below, from the yidin's avayde, this is expressed specifically in the word and in the concept of trumah, as will be explained right over here. So here the Rebbe will explain and elaborate on what the Indian of truma itself means and how that expresses this idea of it coming from below. So trume hatzveit So first, truma has two different interpretations. Aleph, Pirish Rashi, what Rashi says, hafroshe, to separate, to designate, to take from your monies, from your materials and separate it for this purpose. Beis, another meaning though in the word truma is harame, to lift up. Now, these two pirushim, both of these interpretations, that are connected one with another, then they don't only explain as that from that lifting up these materials from the world everything that all the things that are contained in the world zov everything that it says in the parsha this gold and silver and so on to alukos you're elevating it to godliness. So you see here very clearly in the term that it's the person that's separating this. So that that's an obvious thing that you see in the word that we're talking about the person's dedication. He is the one that's separating this money or these materials. Nor much more. It also explains the fashion of how this Aveda and how this elevation of Harrama to lift up the items of the world happens and that's as follows this is a unique thing which is only in the Avedah from below the word Truma of is Madgish the word Truma if the interpretation is to separate what does that emphasize? As that not everything that he has does he dedicate He's only separating a portion of his, of his possessions. One is thus made him and he's lifting it up. Gitavek Li Lishmi. That the person, so it's two two details here. First, first the fact that the person is separating, there's what remains for him, and there's what he separates for Hashem, and then that he's elevating. Elevating means that you're separating from what's below and you're elevating it to a higher place to, to be dedicated to the Aibish for Hashem's sake. What's the significance of this? What's the significance of these two details of Afrosha and Harama? How this happens, how this connection to Hashem happens in this fashion of Harome and Afrosha and Harome. The Rebbe explains. He says, so this relates to the difference between the two ways that the Abishah comes down, whether the way the Abishah came down at the time of Matan Teira and the way the Abishah comes down in the Mishkan when Eden when built the Mishkan when the Avisha dwells in this world coming from above to below. V by as it was at the time of Matanta. Is the Ashras, comes down and dwells equally in the entire world. There's no distinguishing between one place and another. The Avisha has it ever brought before the entire world, all four sides in the heavens and earth, everything is announcing that's when it comes down from above to below, when it's not related to our reality, it's Abish's reality. So everything is included equally. <speaking> in <Hebrew> when, however, the dwelling of the Shekeneh is created and accomplished through the Abedah from below, is there the Chilok nidvas Um, this is besed of So first of all, you have the differences in the Aveda of every individual according to his heart's donation, whatever he is, the level of his heart and his Aveda. And also, it comes with a certain order, level by level, from lighter to more difficult. Because when you come from below, it's not all equal all at once. Over so here, the reality and the nature of the Tachtainim is completely different. And it goes as follows Tachtainim was then a knit bottle to a the Tachtainim. So they naturally are not nullified and not connected in one with Hashem. So a yid has to begin little by little. He has to separate and designate one portion to connect to Hashem. We're starting from below. It's impossible to grab everything all at once and dedicate it to Hashem. So therefore he has to just separate a chaylik from velt and he does made him just a certain portion and he lifts it up. Lifts it up one level higher. And he lifts it up to Hashem. Then it's possible to go from one level to the next. So then he can separate and elevate. An even more difficult place that is unassociated with godliness. And it's more difficult to reach there. So then he can include even that and dedicate it to Hashem. It's the next level. This, little by little, the ganze world. You get to the entire world to dedicate it and elevate all of it to become a dwelling for Hashem. So it goes step by step. So the, the words HaFrosha and "harama" show this idea of how the person is going: midarga ledarga. He's separating, leaving out, and then going further and elevating. He's elevating it to one level, elevating to another level. The canal, so the distinction over here between when the comes down and it includes everything all at once, and when it comes from below and there's an order and a step by steps, is not in the It's not just a matter of a difference in the order of how this happens. Nor does the euch in the It's a completely different nature of bittel that the world gets affected by. And there's a revelation that comes from above. So this actually brings about a bittel. It nullifies the existence of the world. The reality of the Eivishter that comes down from above, so it doesn't pay attention to the details of the nature of the existence of the world. It's just, it's mevatel everything. Godliness, the Eivishter, the Eivishter's reality, when that's revealed, there is no room for any other Reality. Okay, my Chazal, describe what happened by Matam Tere, the birds would not chir- would, were not chirping and the, the cows did not move. Was, no, everything stopped in its tracks. There's a different reality that's introduced into the world. But when you talk about the bittel in the world, that comes from the Shinidath dwelling, that's Adam. That's accomplished by the Avaida from below, especially in the beginning of Avaida Bayin Dem We're just beginning the first time to build a Mishkan to bring Hashem down in the world. Is Inifuna Frasha? So here, as the word Truma indicates, it's just to separate. He takes something from his existence and dedicates it. Is thus maiden, he elevates it, lifts it up, higher from who he is, right? So maiden means that there's, there's a me, there's an existence, and he lifts it up higher from himself. However, the word harame or the word afrash do not tell you that you are totally nullifying and negating completely the existence of the person. A manch That's because a person, a human being, on, on his own, cannot it rishayil zain zain de If it's him that's elevating, that's dedicating, that's going up to the there, by very definition, that means that he is a something. He's a mitzius that is connecting to Hashem. So it will not completely nullify and, and uh, eradicate his whole the whole reality of his existence. Like it is when the comes down from above to below, and just a, a different, a completely new reality is introduced into the world. In mat is the to define the difference between the revelation from above to below in matan teira and from below at the time of the mishkan in more general words the matan teira at the time when the mishkan gives the teira emphasizing matan it's a gift from above bit what happens then is it just annuls the existence of the world basias a mishkan however when it comes to creating and building the mishkan his dacha what this accomplishes is. It refines the details of the nature of the world below. Two completely different focuses, and each one has their their Indian. Now, so we understand what's the unique thing about the name Truma, right? The, the Afrosha and the Arama, which shows on the Aveda from below. With this, the Rebbe comes back to understand now the Arichis of, of these Parshyas speaking about Truma and the, the, na- the specifically the name of the Parsha Truma. This is the time, So this is now the reason. was the taita is the ale tesvav The counts all the materials that were needed for the mishkan, whether there's thirteen or fifteen different details that were needed. and from mishkan needed for the work in the mishkan. Why couldn't the taita just say that you have to donate all the materials and you didn't brought all the materials without specifying exactly what they are? Because when it comes to a person's Avedah, from below, when he creates a Deirah for Hashem in this world, is the Avedah V'aliev in Yed'en Ch'elok from V'alt in Anand Reifim. So it's not just all in one inclusive of elevating the whole world in one shot. In every area of the world, there's different levels. Just like the Rebbe said before, there's a Kal and Kavit, to faster every material has its own nature and is dedicated to Hashem in its time and in its own way. So There's the truma. Each one of these 13 or 15 materials is a different type of truma with its nature, whatever it is. That's the nature of, of an elevation and a dedication from below. he says, Move on. So now with this we understand, was the is dem Why? The tayrah begins first with the trume, speaking about the dedication of the truma of the yidim before it even says the mitzvah itself of oslim viktosh. On um, was der sheima saidre is truma. The name of the parsha is also truma. While der ikker inyan v'chidish from der saidre is der tachlis from dira from dira betachteinim. The whole point of this parsha is the ultimate purpose of dira bitachteinim in the existence below b'binyanam mishkan and building the mishkan v'asvert oivgutan la yadayavodis apulis adam. Which is accomplished how Dafka through a person doing his Avaida from below. Vas Sidra, the order of how this happens is Menakal from light to more difficult. And that's what the name indicates. Hafroshe that you separate one thing un and only you separate one thing, another level, another level, and the until you finally come to have the full miktosh. But it, in the name of the parsha is not miktosh, which would just mean a holy place. That could be also from above to below. The Abishah comes down and it's holy. But the hafroshe, the, the, the trumeh, from below with the nature of Truma, that it goes step by step. That's what hafroshe indicates. This fulfills the ultimate purpose of Hashem in creation that the material of the tachden itself and its reality should be dedicated to Hashem. And das is, this is the idea of Trume. Dwelling, in what manner, that through the separation that a person separates one level after, by, the, by, by, by level, by level. After the Ebershah comes down from the Ebershah, the creator of the world. So he begins and comes down from below. So now it's Mitzhah The work from the hidden below. This actually brings down the real presence of Hashem below, when the Ebesh could come down, not just to be mevatel the world, but to come down and penetrate it, the metzies of the Tachden of the world itself is elevated. Through Veda, that's actually a greater presence of Godliness. It's It's Another, another detail of here, another chilesh. This is the real presence of the and it's revealed in the world. And the mit is was the sedre heist, trumeh. So this explains while well, the name of the parsha is Truma. Besides the point, the Rebbe says that you have the two details over here regarding the building of the of the, of the mikdash, right? You have the actual mitzvah, Vasuli mikdash, and you have Truma, v'yikholi Truma. Seemingly, the order should have been first mikdash and then Truma. So the Rebbe explains, no, the main point of what we're trying to accomplish now is the Truma, the avada from below. But the question still was in the beginning of the sicha: the word trume is found in so many other places in Tere. It's found regarding the truma that you usually give to How does the name trume say specifically the point of this week's parasha that we're speaking about the truma of the Mishkan? So now we can understand while well, the shlemus or What's really the ultimate and the fullest concept of all other trumas that the Torah speaks about is v'esvet Parsha now. Is the way it's expressed here in this week's parsha, in the Trume Hafroshe Vaharame. Here, where the truma is the separation and the elevation, both as Verta Mishkan, and then this Hafroshe and Harame brings it to the ultimate purpose that it becomes a full Mishkan, that yes, it becomes a Mikdash. But how? What kind of a mikdash through the Ulan Veda of a person? So this idea of trume is the fullest expressed, Dafke and trume here. So true, the title speaks about trume in other places, but over there you don't have this concept expressed, that the trume you give to a kind, true. Separate, you give to a kind. Here though, you have the real idea of Trummah. The Aved of Trummah to separate and the Rayit separates and goes in, in the Marakala Lakavit and the Shkhinah comes down and you have the Mishkan in this, in this Trummah. So it's, it's a dwelling of the, it's a fullest dwelling of the there in, in the Trummah of the Eden. So that's the name of the Parsha. This, this type of, uh, of Shkhinah that comes down, a Trummah the Shkhinah. Tr- the that comes after the Aved of the Eden. So now after all of this, we can come back and understand. Building the Mishkan and that time period, that condition Yidin were in then. Not only as a preparation, as an introduction, as one step in the process to the building of the Beis HaMikdash in the future. But that time alone is Oich This itself is an eternal idea. This itself is eternal. Thus was the The fact that then began this Aveda of Trumma, which is what? The Aveda. The Avedis from below is Given not afar. Versus Nach This is not only the fact that this is after Teire. So Teire, Hashem, comes down from above and now comes the Avedis from below. after the Yavel. The Shafer was blown. The simul is So the Shinah now was removed. So Yidin did not sense or experience anymore. This that Hashem descended here on this mountain. So now it's the time for Yidin to do something from below, to, to connect again. So it's not only that, it's more. Nor was given in Midbar. The fact that Yidin are then in a desert, in a midbar, this is the reason why. This Aveda of the Mishkan, to build it from below, is, nece- is, is necessary or is relevant in that time period. What does Midbar represent? Midbar is a place, well simply Midbar is a place where no human being could live there. But what it means is, it's a place where the Ebishter, Odom Elyon, godliness, is not at all expressed and revealed in the Midbar. Sisdarat Middaqen Yashav, Gilu There's no, you can't have settled there, meaning revelation of godliness. Right? The fact that in midbah you see no sign of life physically is really because Biruchni there is no godly presence revealed there. Mashaencane, an ear, Meishav, a city, a place where people live and are settled, is an art with Sizdar Gilekus, Yashav Adameliansham. So there, this is a place where there's godly revelation there. So that's the idea of a midvah spiritually speaking. So this is generally the difference between the Mishkan in the time of the Midbar and the Besamikdash in Yerushalayim. The Besamikdash had been a bit after that, and everyone was coming, all the Menuhah and came to the Eretz Yisrael. Then finally they came to a time, a peaceful and restful time and they got the full inheritance. Midbar When they came to the Midbar and came to a place, a settled land in the Eretz Yisrael. On gebayt hatmen minaza eretisrol, for sophishtate tom mit ene vale kachaba, mereshis ashana wadachshana natstam in any settled land, but eretisrol, a place where david's eyes are on it constantly from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. Holy land. On bar etisrol gofa in Yerushalayim. What Yerushalayim an art fun Yerushalim. A place where you have a complete, ultimate level of Yeres HaShem. Shlemus is, is revealed and expressed there. On the mountain Har and Harabayas, the place which is the gates of heaven, the holiest place in the world. That's where the Mikdash is built. So this Mikdash, the dwelling for the essence of HaShem, was memacht from Dvaram Tachtainim, and So we here, building the Bessim English in such a kind of place you cannot say that Hashem dwelling here in such a place is entirely the Aveda of the person below. This is also the holiness of the place which Hashem chose. Ah, Hashem chooses this. It's a godly choice and holiness that's there. And therefore makes this place to become more prepared, even before the person does anything, it's more prepared for the Trinit to dwell there. So the whole point that the Rebbe spoke about in the Sikha that the main point of building a Mishkan and a Mikdash is, the Avedah from below, that you didn't create this, you don't have that 100% Peshleimus in the base of In HaMikdash. However, in the desert, there's no place for a human being to live there, which means also the Abish there, not revealed there. On his It's not a place fit to, be, to contain and reveal godliness. It says midbar ha'avim. It possibly refers to us as the midbar of the nations. And even more, snakes, scorpions, thirst, hunger. There's no water there. Dart over here in such a kind of low place is the Asiya Samishkan. So here you didn't come along in such a low place and build and create a dwelling for Hashem. This is completely from the person below is the person separating and elevating from below. Therefore, so therefore, may, Mikdash HaMidbar, the Mikdash that you didn't build in the Midbar, which is the expression of the Rambam, which the Rebbe will focus on more soon, from here we take the lesson and the power, as even in a time period of Golas, when we see no sign of godliness. So we're also in a time and in a place, which is a Midbar. In Midbar in the place of Midbarama, where everyone, where all Yidden are, as Zetzachnit Ken Gilia locos, we see no revelation of godliness. The Zachid Shek It's a double and a redouble darkness. Is Oichan Hazam Ma'im Dematziv Hotman Demkoyach the lesson, the everlasting lesson from the building of the Mishkan in that time period alone is most relevant actually now, in the time of Gaulus, when we're in a midbar and now we have the power to build a Mishkan, to buy an Mishkan, and this is the ultimate Mishkan, the ultimate Mishkan, which is the Aved from yin below, without any revelation from above, of the Abishkan choosing this place. This will actually explain why take is it that the mitzvah for all generations, even for the base Amikdash, is ultimately learned from what the Torah writes here when it speaks about building the Mishkan, even though the actual building of the Mishkan was something only for this time. The size and the structure and the details of it is very different, but nevertheless, the mitzvah for all generations is learned from here. Since the whole entire point of bringing down the shchinah into a mikdash, in contrast to matan teire, is that was is the accomplishment that it comes from the person below. in This is something which is revealed and is more highlighted specifically in the mishkan that Eden built in a Midbar. The phone let't men up. So from this we learn out, which really means you take the power to be able to accomplish the same thing as thus is the Ikrat gasha Oichim Miktash. That this is really the main emphasis when they build a Mikdash. True, the mikdash is built in a very holy place, but the yidin' Zavaidah should be mainly focused on from below. The Avaidah that they do from below. The Rambam refers to the, the Mishkan in a few places as the Mikdosh of the desert. In the Halacha, where specifically does the Rambam refer to it this way? In the Halacha where he says, Everyone is obligated to build and to assist themselves, and with their money, like the Mishkan in the desert. Why here does he all of a sudden refer to the Mishkan as the Mishkan of the desert? as the Mishkan and Galacha, earlier, when the Rambam refers to the Mishkan, there he does not use this expression of Mishkan, it's a new expression that Rambam says specifically here when he talks about the fact that every single Yid himself, should get involved and build. Why? The reason is, because the point of this halacha here, the fact that every single Yid, individually, he should go and build, and he should dedicate his money to build. Which really is the theme, the whole concept of a Yid giving from below, that he's the one that separates. This where, is, where do we take this from? And this is similar to the idea of Mikdash HaMidbar, which is a place where there is no human being or no godliness that settled there. It has no relation to godly revelation. On then Mishkan is gemacht and the Mishkan is built completely and utterly only through the Aved of so the fact that Yidin even though now they're in Yerushalayim and it's the holiest place and there's a revelation of godliness from above but the Yidin are building it with the same kind of an attitude they have to build it it's you, you should be personally involved with your money similar to the idea of Yidin building the Mishkan in the midbar where it's completely coming from below that's what the Rambam emphasizes this here in this aloha the Rebbe concludes, This is the lesson we take from the Mishkan and its donations for every single individual personally and in any time period. It happens from time to time. As feels as er is an with matze from he considers himself, and he feels like I'm I'm in a desert. I'm in a, I'm, I'm lost, and with without any meaning and anything. is <speaking> in the <Hebrew> by He doesn't feel settled, or revealed in him anything holy and anything godly. <speaking in Hebrew> or a person could fall into a despair to say that that look, I'm in a place which is completely disconnected. <speaking in Hebrew> so here the Torah tells him. Asazdah, the Mikdash ha mitbah that you have the Mikdash that Yiddin built in the desert. On the contrary, that Sivut Vasu le Middash V Shakhanti Bisekam, it's that mitzvah of that time period in the Midbar. To build a Mishkan, Hatzachung, on his gavenbupayal of the Mishkan, was the Yiddin Zan zanimadamatza fun midbar. Where does it all begin? The whole Kayah of all the mitzvah of the all future generations to build a mikdash. Starts dafke in a midbar. That's the place where the Ebership gives you the power when you're feeling like you're in a desert. Adarab, it's dafka there where you have the power to now begin building your mikdash. When a yid will build his mishkan, being in this condition, feeling like he's in a midbar, This brings a greater intensity of revelation that comes from this condition of darkness to midbar the kidusha. Then you get elevated to being in the desert in the holy sense, to the Beginna von Adam, where you connect to Hashem himself, which is higher than being defined in a tzir of an Adam, and in any kind of features that Adam has. Even spiritually speaking, the Elisha is completely above this. You get connected to the real Midbar, was Hecher from Beginas Adam which is higher than a description of Adam Elion, which is a certain seer divided or defined, that is, and that's Tafka through that's the Aveda of Yisr and that a person gets connected to this level of Adam HaElion.